you know, um, I've always been to church. I've always paid my tithes. I was always faithful going. Mm -hmm. But God was saying that, you know, um, do you really have an intimate relationship with me? Mm -hmm. and, and at that point, I, I can only answer no and realize that I didn't have a strong relationship with Christ. No, I had a relationship. Right. Welcome to Quadrants of Mental Health. I am your host, Dr. AJ, uh, affectionately known as Dr. AJ Johnson, but you can just call me AJ. I'm, I'm good with that. All right, we're here today with Terry Davis. If, if you're just joining us, you might want to go back and look at the first segment. But um, at this point, we want to say if you like the program, like it, share and subscribe. We're trying to build a channel, trying to build a platform. And our platform is based on the mind, body, spirit. You know, I know you have a lot of platforms out there for men and for women, but this is about a family. This is about coming together and sharing. And Terry, I want to thank you again for joining us and being with us. Hopefully this will be the first of many times. You're welcome here anytime you want to come back. Um, you were talking about the first baptism. Now we're going to talk about the second baptism. What made you, what was going on in your life um, five years ago, because you mentioned five years, that made you decide, hey, I need to rededicate myself and, and do this thing right. What, what was going on with you? Well, um, AJ, I was retired and um, I had um, kind of settled back here in Richmond and um, kind of settled back with the kids and and, um, and then my daughter had had the granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And um, it was about five years ago that I realized that through my MBA career and all that I had achieved, um, there was still a void in my life and was something that was missing in my life that I just couldn't get a hold on. And, um, and I would just wake up every day and just try to go, you know, fix it with buying things, buying a new car and buying clothes mm -hmm. and, and just couldn't fill what the void was. And, um, and then it was about five years ago the, um, the Holy Spirit came upon me. Mm -hmm. And and I say that because I realized that um, a lot of the desires and things that, um, that I love in the world, um, the taste started to come out of my mouth mm -hmm. and, and out of my life. And I no longer had the desire for the partying and hanging out and the women. And so I felt God nudging on me and, and, and saying to me, you know, um, I've always been to church. I've always paid my tithes. I was always faithful going. Mm -hmm. But God was saying that, you know, um, do you really have an intimate relationship with me? Mm -hmm. and, and at that point, I, I can only answer no and realized that I didn't have a strong relationship with Christ. No, I had a relationship, right. but not a strong relationship. So you were just going through the motions, still getting the crackers and juice. Oh, yeah, just a religious act, yeah. you know, dressing yeah. up, coming to church, looking good religion. every Sunday, shouting, praising the Lord, yeah. doing my thing. And, oh, wow. And just a religious act, basically. Okay, what church were you attending? Uh, yeah, I'm a member of the St. Paul's Baptist Church. St. Paul's, okay. Yeah, Lance okay. Watson, okay. Uh, Dr. Lance Watson. How long have you been there? 
Um, I had been there for fifteen years. Oh wow! And, and not had uh, and and wasn't even a member of the church. And um, I was just going faithfully, like yeah. I said, knowing that um, my excuse was I was a member of my church back home, Elkhorn right. Baptist Church. So I just used that as my excuse that not to commit. Know, yeah, not yeah. to commit. Now, how long have you been out the league at this time? This was 2017, uh -huh. five years ago. How long had you been out the league? Because you said for those years out of the league. Yeah, 2001. That's okay. Yeah, when I okay. Retired. So yeah. it's been 16 years at the time. Yeah, yeah. And. The, the the buying the cars and yeah. buying the clothes the and partying. the yeah. partying, yeah. Yeah. you know, the motorcycle riding, the yes, group sir. hanging out with the friends there and you go. partying wasn't wasn't doing it for you anymore. No, I just I I, I knew it was a void there. And, and I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there too, the women. Oh man, the women were number one. Yeah, let's let's just let's put it on the table uh, because we we men here and I know I know your height and your your, your career that was an attraction to a lot of women. They yeah. want to be around you and get to know you and, you know, well, things that's, like well, that. Well, that's what I realized hey, with the women is, is what I was attracting. Right. And and that's what God was saying to me, you know, how I was living in the environment that I was in, the things that, you know, I was trying to impress them with was right. what I was attracting. Right. And, and, and God didn't want me to have that identity. Right. And, 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 and that's what he showed me. He wanted my identity to be in Christ. And, and start looking at things in the spirit and not so much in the flesh. In the flesh, anymore. yeah. And so that's how I started, you know, um, looking at life and, and looking at women and, and, and people in general, you know. Right. It's, it's more of the spirit and, and where the person's heart is and how, and how can I help lead them to Christ. And, and, and that's what's important for me now. It's, it's, it's just not about the flesh anymore. And, it's, right. and I understand my purpose and, and God wow. have me. I like to, that word there, purpose. Yeah, yeah. And, purpose, and, the purpose-driven life. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing, yeah. man. And, and that's what the Holy Spirit, you know, said five years ago, mm -hmm. you know, that God had this calling on my life. He had a purpose for my life. And now that's Beyond what I'm basketball. Way beyond basketball, yeah. and that's what I, I realized yeah. that he wanted to use that NBA platform, so I can kind of be like Peter and be a fisher of men. And he, that's what he spoke to me and said that Terry, I can really use that NBA platform mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and and use it to yeah. be a vessel for my king. Not just your height, but the fact that you were in the NBA gets attention. Sure, but now you're able to bring them, talk to people about Christ and and your your relationship with them and how important the relationship is and not just being ritualistic in it. And, you know, I go to church, right. I, I pay my tithes, I shout a little bit. It's more to it than that. Oh, man. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah. And some people, that's that's as far as they go. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's to me, it's kind of like, you know, you're just getting your bachelor's in college, you know, and you can't be a doctor like yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what the Bible said to me, I just wanted so much more, and I still want that much more, and I want to know that much more about Christ. The more I learn about him, the more it changes my character exactly. and makes me that much better of a person. Much better. And, and that's, that's the whole premises of the baptism, me turning my life around. I just, it's not all about being holier than I and, right. and you just walk in this straight, straight walk. Right. You know, there's still things that Christ has to work on me on and work out of my life, not just because I got baptized, mm -hmm. but I am trying to get better every day and I mm -hmm. want to be better and I, and I want to be more Christ-like. That's awesome. And, and that's where I am today. Yeah. One of the things I, I say often to myself and I, you know, when I'm talking to counseling people, 
you know, especially Christians that I asked them, I said, are you reflecting the image of God? That's right. That's right. You know, that shouldn't just be on Sunday morning. Right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? We, we're supposed to live this, live, walk this walk every day. That's right. That's you know, right. even when it's going to get tough sometimes, you That's know, right. we go through our struggles, you know, we still need to do what? Reflect the image of God. That's right. That's you know, right. And, and a lot of people don't think like that because they think churchianity. I call it churchianity. Okay. You know, when we, when we get up and we go to church, we do the rituals. Mm-hmm. And think that we we are we have that relationship. That's what you said earlier. Right. And when you have a relationship with them, it's more intimate than that. It's more deeper than that. And what you want to study, you want to learn, and then you want to allow God to lead you. Sure. Because I'm pretty pretty sure that you know you had no idea you was gonna be writing a book. No. no five years not, ago or no. twenty years ago. No. You know, say this was not even in your psyche uh-huh. at all. But like you said. I'm just re- repeating what you said. When you was in that environment, you sure. attracted that That's right. to you. That's you know? right. And now you're you're attracting different things to you. Different people are, are, are attracted to you. Yeah. You as well. You know, and, and, and I used to see you 12, 12 years ago. You know, sure. I remember, you know, you didn't smile much. Right. You right. know, you talked about basketball and you sure. talked about your family, but now every time I see Terry, Terry got a smile on his face. Oh man! Well, you know, even in Bible study, Terry's smiling more. You know, like you you know something now. You know, well, it's it's nothing like the peace of God. Yeah, it is. You know, man. when, when is. the inner peace of God comes in, it allows you to smile. Smile. You know what I mean? Even during the tough times, you still exactly. can smile. Okay? Exactly. And, and, and that's what the love of Christ does for you. You know what I mean? Every day. Yeah. It just, Every day. It, it, it puts so much joy down in yeah. here. And you're so thankful and grateful oh, yeah. and just walk in humility in Christ now because, you know, he says the meek and the humble shall inherit the and earth. So yes, I sir. want to be meek and humble, man. There you go. And, and now, you know, you have the opportunity to be grandfather. Mm-hmm. Just like your grandmother was to you, you could do the same thing for your grandchildren. Well, that's, you know, that's yeah. a part of the legacy that gets passed on when you can share Christ with them and teach them and encourage them, mm-hmm. you know, to on their journey of life. Because sure. we all have our journey. Exactly. You know, we all going to fall yeah. at some point in time. But, you know, the Bible says a just man falls seven times. That's right. But he gets That's up right. eight. That's right. That's right. You know, you got to get up. That's right. You know, and a lot of people don't understand that. You know, I think, to be honest with you, and it's just my opinion, I'm always say, let you know when I'm speaking my opinion. So many of us have gotten so far away from Christ sure. that that's where we uh, now we have all these mental health issues coming in. That's right. That's right. You know, because we fail to realize that you need all four components of you, your mind, your body, your spirit sure. and your finances to be one. Whole, right, sure. You know, you have to be whole there sure. in order for you to be able to progress and move forward. So when you leave out spirit, right. it's just like I gave you a four-legged chair to sit on and you cut one of the legs off because you don't like it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know? balance. Yeah. 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 And then you're going to sit in that chair, you know, you're going to be, first of all, you're going to be uncomfortable. Sure. Then you're going to become miserable. Then you're going to get angry. You're going to sure. get frustrated because you got a three, you got three legs and I'm sitting in my four legged chair being comfortable. comfortable. Right. Sure. You know, you're sure. struggling when you didn't have to struggle. Sure. You know, yeah. and we're not conscious of that a lot of times, you know. So the second baptism for you, mm-hmm. when did that occur? And tell me about that experience. Yeah, it, it occurred. Um, Five years ago, it was uh, 2017, and um, right after I decided I was going to join the church and have an intimate relationship with Christ, and 
Joined St. Paul's. Yeah, joined St. Okay. Paul's and started serving in the church and okay. really be committed to Christ. And, and what I said I was going to do. Um, and the other piece was to that was I wanted to get baptized and publicly um, announce my commitment, my recommitment to Christ. Yes, and, and let people publicly know that I'm on the battlefield for Christ now. Right. And, 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 and not playing with this no, no more. No, no, no. I'm serious about this. Right. And 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 um, and I was excited about it. And and um, and it was an amazing thing. Like I said, a lot of things I'm saying now is in the book. That on that particular night, it was a Thursday night, August the 28th. I never forget a day okay. in my life. It was just a transforming, changing time of my life. But right before that age, I went and talked to Grandma again. You know, I got to bring up Grandma. Okay. And I told her I was getting baptized. And she started crying and tears came to her eyes. And she said, uh, oh, I'm just so happy for you. And that's the best thing that you can ever do in your life. And she said, boy, and this didn't come to my attention at the time, AJ, but what she said at Grandma's wisdom was that she said, boy, when you go down in that water, I want you to push everything down in that water, and I want you to leave it behind you. And when you come out of that water, I want you to send your hands to heaven, and you're going to be a new person coming out of that water. Mm -hmm. And I felt it when I came out of that water. Everything Grandma said, I went down there, and right. I pushed it, and I left it behind me, and I came up as a new man in Christ wow. out of that water. Wow. Grandma still with us? Uh, no, she left us about uh, three years ago. I think, three years ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. 94 years saw, old. But she saw the victory, man. She got the victory. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it was, it was, it was, wow. I yeah. know she was proud of you, man. Oh, man. It was, like I said, it was an amazing night. Donnie McClurk only had performed that night. I okay. didn't even know he was performing at the church. I oh. thought I was being sneaky with God and was going to be on Thursday night and wasn't going to be too many people. Oh, okay. Oh, God said, no. Oh, no, publicly. <laughs> yeah, you said yeah. you want to go public, public. and we go. There you go. And it was like 2,500 people there that night. Wow. Man. Yeah. That's was, awesome, man. Yeah, man. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, man, that's amazing. You know? And I'm grateful, and, man. And, and you know, one of the things you talk about, basketball is a platform, but your life being a platform, you don't know how many people your life and your testimony, your message can touch and reach. Oh, man, I hope you know, can. You have no clue. Uh, I hope it can. Uh, you know, I'm yeah. telling you, you yeah. don't because when, you, when you're when in the service for the kingdom, you just don't know who you're going to reach. You don't know how many people are going to see this sure, sure. and be inspired to, to take that journey, to be able to go publicly like you did. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't want to do that public thing. Sure. You know, we're scared of the, the opinions of others. Sure, sure. You know, but... You know, I, I tell people all the time, my definition of hell mm -hmm. is to meet the person God wanted me to be. Right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? But he right. said, this is who I, this is what I imagined you to be. This is what I wanted you to become. And, I, and I'm not, and I don't recognize that person. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, That's right. hell. That would be hell for me. That's yeah, a scary thing because, yeah. man, I could have, I could have, right, could have right, shit it up. Right, right. You know, and, and now I decided to live my own life and do my own thing my right, own way. Right. You know, the yeah. Bible said there's a way that seems right, right to a man, but the end, there are other ways of death. That's right. That's right. And that's what we do a lot of times. We, we slowly, methodically kill ourselves sure. unconsciously. Sure. Because we don't have the mind of Christ. Sure. You know, sure. we are coming to the end of this segment. We're going to hang around for a little more. Sure. Great, man. I appreciate you. And yeah. uh, we'll be back with Quadrants of Mental Health okay. in five, four, three, two, one. I counted down.